to Geek and Friends. I'm your host, Jason Hickey. Right alongside me is Scott Davis. Jay, what are we doing today? Well, today I have finally finished Future Man. You finished something I gave you? I finished something, and we're going to discuss season three of Future Man. Sweet. So, what's your thoughts? Um, I liked it. I think it wrapped up the season, the series pretty well because this is like an ending. This is not a case of, well, they did a season and then they got canceled and they never got to finish anything. No, this was, they entered this season with the full intention of ending the series on a note that finishes it and wraps everything up. Which, I mean, if, if you've been watching the series, you know that there's a lot to wrap up. Because mm-hmm. at the end of season two, they used the time travel device and they created hundreds of copies of themselves. <laughs> That was a great one. And these copies of themselves all had their own time travel device because of how they did this. So they ended up traveling through time and, you know, all every one of them thinking that they're time warriors and they messed up time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Really, really bad. So the season starts right off where the last one ends. uh, It ended with them in the 32nd century, roughly a thousand years into the future from where they were. Mm -hmm. And with Seth Rogen's character of Susan, <laughs> Susan with his holographic family, um, putting them into a game show yep. because the future is a game show. And and the game show is essentially a kind of a version of The Running Man. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Dicathlon. And OK, The Dicathlon is ridiculous. And the people in this time, obviously, they, they die mm-hmm. in this show, but they've not had people of the caliber of Wolf and Tiger to do this show. Because Wolf and Tiger are loving this. Yes, and they are extremely well. Yeah. So the whole first episode is Josh, Tiger, and Wolf going through this dicathlon. Tiger and Wolf just annihilating everything. And Josh constantly getting injured and having to be repaired with their me- advanced medical technology. Didn't he like constantly die? Essentially, yeah. yeah. But they kept bringing him back. And, and that's the whole first episode. You, you get the lay of the land of... Them being in this show, it's intending for them to die to punish them for their crimes and it not working at all. And then Josh hears a voice. You don't know what the voice is. Or where it's coming from. Or where it's coming from. But it is instructing him how to escape. And Josh is sick of this because he's sick of dying. So the whole second episode is him convincing Tiger and Wolf to escape the Dicathlon Mm -hmm. and escape this time frame. I'm, I'm kind of blowing through the first couple episodes because they're, they probably could have been done in one episode, let's be honest. <laughs> the first three episodes could have been one episode. Well, I don't know about the third one. <laughs> so they finally, they escape, they have a time travel device, and they're having to jump through time and not create waves in the timeline because they'll be detected. And then future Susan, you know, Susan in the future is going to send back warriors to kill them. Mm-hmm. So... They, they go to a whole bunch of different time periods. One of which I thought was hilarious was when they went to like 1915 Russia. Mm-hmm. And Josh looks at it and he's like, oh yeah, I think we're in Kansas. <laughs> because one thing that's consistent about the show is Josh is an idiot. Yes. He has been an idiot since the beginning and he has no idea about anything. So they actually, they, they meet up with this Russian woman whose husband is off to war and they, they settle down there for a while and they don't create any waves. Didn't Wolf start going out with that lady? Until Wolf (laughs) was seduced by this Russian woman who then created a whole new genre of romance fiction 
with wolves, which was a giant red flag in the future, and they sent people to kill them. It yeah. was it was ridiculous. So so they escape that, and they eventually make it to, um, I believe it was the 1700s mm-hmm. in North America. I actually think they were in Canada, weren't they? I don't recall. I think they were in Canada. They lived there for quite a while, mm-hmm. and we learned that Josh had injured his foot, and it was never taken care of properly, so he's got gangrene. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bear trap. He got his leg crunched in a bear trap. It was never treated, and he has gangrene. Tiger is a hunter, and she goes, and she's, she's exceedingly good at it. She's really good at it. And she takes the skins, and she sells them at the trading post. And Wolf, he cooks. He's the house mom. And other things which do not become apparent until the next episode. So this whole episode establishes what they're trying to do. And it shows that Josh is still hearing this voice Mm -hmm. that helped him escape from the future. And the voice is saying, you're in the right time. You just need to climb this mountain, which is exceedingly difficult for Josh. Because he has gangrene. Because he has gangrene and he can't walk. So we find out that Wolf has essentially created a whole community mm-hmm. with him in charge. Of course, it's Wolf. Which sets off giant red flags for the future. And they do send people to kill them, but they evade them. And they help Josh get to the top of this mountain. Mm-hmm. And you find out who the voice is that's been aiding them and helping Josh, you know, escape. Mm-hmm. And that voice is Osama bin Laden. Yep. Because one of the different versions of Josh became friends with Osama bin Laden and apparently convinced him to give up his terrorist ways and they went and they were time warriors together. This is a good Osama bin Laden. Yes, this is this is good Osama bin Laden. You gotta remember that. It is <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. So they discuss what Osama bin Laden wants Josh to do and he wants to help him get to Haven. Mm-hmm. Because past Josh... And Osama bin Laden got to Haven and they populated Haven, Mm -hmm. but Osama can't get back. So he gives Josh the exact way to do it. And then he dies. I mean, Susan comes, everything hits the fan and Osama bin Laden dies. But Josh, Tiger and Wolf escape. (laughs) I kind of stopped because you really weren't going in episode. Well, I'm I'm trying to go by episode, but it's like they all bleed together because they're all. Whereas like Highlander Stargate, I can go episode by episode. It's yeah. So the next episode is episode five, and it's uh, Haven is for real, and it's them trying to get to Haven. And the way they do that is they go to um, I forget which college campus it is, but they go to a college campus during the whole Y two K thing when it's about to happen because that's when the portal to Haven is going to open, mm-hmm. and they find this hacker who inadvertently creates a portal to Haven and. At, at the strike of... I thought he created Haven. Huh? I thought he created Haven. I didn't think he created Haven. Well, it gets a little complicated. <laughs> he yeah. does kind of create Haven, which is... So Haven is like this outside of time mm-hmm. place. And past Josh and Osama bin Laden went throughout history and they collected like everyone they could think of. Every great mind they could think of. And folks, I'm going to tell you... Um, this includes religious figures mm-hmm. of all different religions. So if you're offended by that, please don't watch this. This this show is going to offend a lot of people for a lot of different things. This show is very irreverent of everything. So 
they manage to get to this guy and they get sucked into Haven and they find out that that's what it is. That it's this this place, this idyllic um, small town that's got Gandhi, um, Amelia Earhart, uh, Marilyn Monroe. It has Anne Frank in it. Anne Frank, Jesus. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. It's got... Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Think of somebody who is great in history and it, they're probably at Haven. Yes. Now, that is episode five. So there's only eight episodes in this season. The next two episodes are very trippy. Like, incredibly trippy. They will they will make you question your sanity. Mm-hmm. So each character is trying to make the best of Haven because they are there. It's idyllic. It's, it's basically supposed to be heaven. But you're not growing. You're not doing... Exactly. You're, you're, you're stagnant. So... Josh, he starts a relationship with Marilyn Monroe because everybody in Haven loves Josh because Josh saved them and brought them to Haven. Um, Wolf is kind of going insane because Josh is the cool one. So Wolf has now become the The loser. loser. Yes. And this is the trippy part to me. Tiger, she's trying to figure out the meaning of all of this. Mm -hmm. And she gets directed to a goat and she goes and talks to this goat. And throughout the whole two, this two episodes, you don't realize how much time passes until the very end of it. But through all of this, she's talking to this goat. And this goat is not responding back. She is inferring what the goat is saying. And she's basically talking to herself using a goat as a proxy. Yes. Yes. So Josh pretty much has sex with everyone in Haven. Yes. Now, when we say everyone, we even mean the goat. Yeah. It's disturbing. Like, like we said, this show's not, this show can be a little lewd. Yes. And it, so the whole first episode is them acclimating to this and Tiger talking to the goat, Wolf coming, trying to come to terms with the fact that he's the loser and that Josh is the cool one and Josh thinking he's king of the world because he's sleeping with Marilyn Monroe. The second episode of them in Haven, which is episode seven, is Josh going insane because in his mind, He's having a relationship with Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. But then the next moment to him, he's having a relationship with Gandhi. Yes. And or then Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Or Amelia Earhart. Literally everyone in Haven. And he's reading his diaries and he's repeating himself in his diaries. And it's just changing the name of the person that he is talking about. Yes. So he starts to go insane. Wolf starts to go insane because he's realizing that they're there and... The, the, the clock that's laying on the ground is just replaying the same second over and over again. Well, because Haven is technically the time between seconds. Yes. And then, as I said, Tiger is talking to this goat and achieving enlightenment. And we find out that they essentially, because it's there's literally no time actually passes, mm-hmm. like they're not physically aging, but they've been there for like thousands of years. Oh, yeah. And the entire time, Tiger's been talking to a goat. And Josh has been sleeping his way around because he's a little man whore. A little. And Wolf has tried to come to terms with the fact that he's a loser and then realizes, Wolf actually realizes what's happening and gets Josh to snap out of it. And then they try and fail to get Tiger to snap out of it, but she eventually does join them. Mm. And they, they meet up with this guy who they've seen, but not really interacted with in all the time they've been there. And it turns out that it's the body of the hacker, but it's like, how do you, how would you put this? 
it's like a weird consciousness yeah an amalgamation of all of time that's Mm -hmm. created this place called haven that is now populated by these people yes and they know that the longer haven is around that the riff that was because and this is this is where they start to it's literally like in the seventh episode of an eight episode season Mm -hmm. where you really see where they're heading with the season a rift was torn in space time to allow them to get to haven and as this rift is it shrinks or expands i can't expand yeah as it expands, it's going to, because this rift is what makes time travel possible. Mm-hmm. As this, oh, it shrinks, because as the rift shrinks, it's going to disappear, and then time travel will no longer be possible. So, in order to save reality, because it's going to destroy reality, mm-hmm. in order to save them, they escape, all three of them, and they get back to the college campus where the rift to Haven was created. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they go, they, they find the hacker. And all the while they're fighting Susan's forces and Susan is there. And Susan actually ends up helping them because. Why not? Well, because Susan's life was falling apart and he has his holographic family with him. And essentially they find this hacker and it turns out that he was not trying to do anything malicious. He was just trying to pirate some movies. And <laughs> he created this huge network to pirate the movies. And, and essentially. And he accidentally created a portal to Haven. But. They stop him from doing that, mm-hmm. which means that the Haven, the portal to Haven never gets created, which means time travel is never possible, which means that all of the events that led up to that never happened. Confusing. Especially when you consider the fact that Josh, Tiger, and Wolf, and Susan are now in January 1 of 2000. Yes. It's confusing. <laughs> yes. And then they all go and make lives for themselves. Um Tiger goes and he he finds his okay. Let me go. Let me do Tiger last or Wolf last. So all right, Josh he goes and he makes a life for himself. Nobody cares about Josh because Josh is a loser. Um, Wolf gets together with a future warrior who she convinced to help them, and they create a goat farm. Okay, because she's become attached to goats because she talked to a goat for ten thousand years. Of course, Wolf goes and so. We remember he had an assistant when he was in the 80s. Yeah, Blaze. Yeah. Well, Blaze, because they eliminated t- the possibility of time travel, Blaze never knew him. Mm-hmm. He goes and he finds Blaze and he tells him that, I know you're capable of more. Come with me. And he comes with him. And Wolf essentially becomes Batman. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's a wolf signal and everything. And he's a, he's a famous chef and he's super rich. And he goes and fights crime at night. Okay. And and he he does it to save the nerds because he realizes that the nerds are the ones that were there for him. All right, good for him. <laughs> and, and and that's Oh, and Susan takes his holographic family and goes on a road trip. Yep. Because of course. Why not? This season was nuts. I mean, I I did tell you though. It got steadily worse, but it wasn't like bad worse. Yeah, I it don't just, think it's bad. It, it, it was just like season 1 is the pinnacle. Season one is great because season one follows its own logic. Mm-hmm. They always have the end goal in mind. And it just, there's a lot of time travel hijinks in it. Yeah. Season two was good because they were largely stuck in the same time. Yep. There was still some time travel hijinks and they dealt with a lot of consequences in their actions. Season three was nuts. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they probably could have done more if they had a few more episodes because they jump around a lot. I, if, if there's a weak point to this season, I think the weak point is that they start off in the Dicapolon. Yep. 
and then they're there for two episodes and then they go time travel for two episodes and then they're you know in haven for, in like haven for two to three episodes haven is a two to three episode storyline and then they have one episode to wrap this all up yeah i mean bearing in mind that these episodes are only 25 to 30 minutes long that's a lot to cover in eight episodes it's true and while I think they manage it, I think that it would have been better if they would have had a couple more episodes to flesh it out a little bit more. Mm. But then it probably would have been, oh, it's being dragged out. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, look at that. I, I, I did enjoy it. But I think if you listen to me talking about it for the last 20 minutes, and if that confused you, that's because the season is confusing. Yes. But it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was very. It was entertaining. Yes. So well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I'm glad it was entertaining. And I'm also glad that you were confused with it. Yes. I hope I have shared my confusion with you. I hope so. <laughs> so um yeah, that that's my uh that's my my take on season three of Future Man. Well thank you. And now some news. Some news? Yeah. We have like a cornucopia of news. No 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 no. The cornucopia of news will be tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> well we have some news then. <laughs> we have some news. First bit of news. No time to die is a. <laughs> it's 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 about di- to die. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's no, it's not gonna die. It's going to come out. Pushing it back again. Well, the problem is, so many theaters are closed right now, and they 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 bumped back the release dates, hoping that you know when this date comes around, people are gonna be comfortable going back to theaters. We'll release the movie. We'll make money, and everything will be grand. Uh, I just don't know. But it's just not happening. And now they're <laughs> hoping. Okay, fall twenty twenty one is it. We're going to make some money now. And yeah, it's just... We'll see. It's just so harsh. I, I think that these studios are going to take a huge hit. They are. With these movies, and then they're going to have to figure out going forward. It's, the, the biggest problem is MGM, which is the company that owns the James Bond franchise, doesn't have a platform. No. Such as Disney with Disney Plus, or Warner Brothers with HBO Max, right. or even Universal with Peacock. Right. Or Paramount with CBS All Access. Well, that's not out yet. Par- no, CBS All Access is out. Paramount Plus should be coming this year. Yes. Right. And it's, even the distributor, Sony, doesn't really have a streaming platform that... No. They don't have a streaming platform. So yeah, they have no way to release this movie unless they make a deal with somebody. And Yeah. And that's and that's the big question is, who are they going to make a deal with? But then it's also, MGM is looking to be bought out by someone. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible time for that. I mean, the timing yeah. is awful. It's really bad. Yeah. Next piece of news. Minor teaser for the Indiana Jones Bethesda game. It was all right. I mean, it just showed a bunch of items and there was music playing in the background, finally leading to a crescendo of Indiana Jones theme. Right. But it's, you know, hey, this is going to be an Indiana Jones game. I'll be excited for it. I was going to say, I, I'm, I've got cautious optimism because Bethesda's made some really good stuff. They've made one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it could be good. Yeah. Netflix at least a movie list for 2021 and they are saying they're releasing a new movie every week now this is netflix fully taking advantage of the fact that theaters are not open yes theaters aren't open and they are inundating the market they are giving people a reason to sign up with netflix exactly even though they have done a price hike yet again (sighs) i know and the thing is probably 75 percent of these movies will suck yeah but they're releasing new material which is something that studios are not doing and that's what people want yes uh, Hulu is announced, has announced a reduced price plan for college students. So the plan is going to be $2 a month. for You just have to send them your college ID or use your college email address, whatever. But right. you get it. You get Hulu for 2 bucks a month. Not, not bad. bad. Yeah, not bad. not bad at all. But it's I'm assuming this is going to be the ad plan. Oh, I would, I would guess. I'm sure that they'll have a discounted 
ad free it'll probably be four to five dollars a month i would guess yeah um hey maybe i'll try and sign up with my old student email and see if it works no <laughs> no, no no i am no longer a student thank god uh hbo max's batman show has a new showrunner yeah so the old showrunner was like butting heads with reeves which is uh reeves is kind of a name yeah, I mean, oh, well, Reeves is the one that's actually making the movie. Well, right, that but I'm the saying the story that for this prequel he's, is based off. Of. He's making the movie, but he's also got a little bit of clout because he's a good director, mm-hmm. and it's somebody that I think DC and Warner Brothers would want to keep keep around. Yeah, uh, so Warner Brothers is invited Joe Barton, who created the show Jerry Haji, and I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but supposedly it was like really well received. Oh, okay. And our final piece of news. Kevin Feige has said that there is, he will not rule out, you know, continuing on with the Marvel Netflix heroes. So we might see, see Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock. We might see Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. In fact, they're actually throwing out rumors already that Jessica Jones might be in one of the the She-Hulk TV show. See, I think that this would be amazing and because a lot of those were great. Mm-hmm particularly um you loved iron fist i know you did oh yeah iron fist was the best no iron fist sucked um although it did give us colleen wing and she was fantastic she was in a terrible show but she was great but she's gonna be in matrix 4 so um but no daredevil and jessica jones were great yes i enjoyed the crap out of those i would love it if they would bring them back luke cage was actually good not great good it was good not great i would watch another I would watch more of that too. Um, but I, I like that they're, the rumors are that they're bringing these people back mm-hmm. in other guest roles, cameos. Yeah. I think it would be a good move on their part, and I'm hoping they do it. And that's the news. Mm-hmm. Well, I have been your geek, Jason. I have been your geek, Scott. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day.